In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter here with the 56th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Today we're going to discuss Matt Ryan's contract extension, five players to watch at the rookie minicamp. We're going to give a mini tribute to former Georgia Tech and Atlanta Falcon linebacker Philip Wheeler. We're going to note that Mark Ingram, the Saints running back, will not be available for the third game of the season on September the 23rd against the Atlanta Falcons. And we'll wrap up fifthly uh, with the OTA mini camp and the owners meeting schedule. But for now, let's start off with Matt Ryan's contract extension. Five years for $150 million, the highest play- player in the league, highest paid player in the league. Talked about trying to bring the Super Bowl to this city. Someone who's 
not from your, uh, it sounded like it was a little bit more than just, you know, you play for this team. Why, why is that so important to you to bring it to Atlanta? Well, you know, one, the amount of time I've spent here, um, you know, I, I, I understand uh, what a great community is to live in. Um, people here are uh, incredibly, you know, nice. Um, having grown up in different places, that's not always the case, you know, and so... Uh, you know, I feel fortunate to be in that position. But two, I mean, a lot gets made out of, of this city and, and, and its sports fans. And I just, you know, I don't agree with that. And, and I think we do have a great fan base here in Atlanta. We've got a lot of loyal fans. You see that when we go on the road to different places. You saw it in the playoffs. Uh, we had great support in, in both the road games that we were at. So uh, it's important to me. You know, I feel like I'm a part of this community and have been embraced by the community. And, um that's that's kind of why I made some of those comments, and, and that's you know that's really where I was coming from with that. Matt Ryan wanting to bring a Super Bowl title to Atlanta. He's highly motivated with his five-year, hundred and fifty million dollar extension. He'll go down as the greatest quarterback in Falcons history. Certainly, the uh, winning in this. He, uh, you know, six times to the playoffs, one time to the Super Bowl, five times he lost. He lost to the eventual Super Bowl representative and two times to the eventual Super Bowl winner in Green Bay and last season to the Eagles. So the Falcons are right there, and they wanted to keep their quarterback in place and continue to go after the franchise's first Lombardi Trophy. Next up, we're going to discuss five players uh, to watch at the rookie minicamp. We're going to concentrate on the undrafted rookies here because we've been all over the uh, the uh, draft picks and we had a big story on Sunday about them. Uh, I'm about done uh, with the uh, bio checks on these guys. I'm at 20. I got seven more to go. But in the Cover 9 at 9 blog today, we'll be ranking all 27 of the prospects based on the signing bonuses they received from the Falcons. That kind of tells you uh, what the team thought of them uh, in the money part of it. And uh, number one guy, I'll just tell you who that is right now, Kirk Ben Kirk. Uh, the Virginia quarterback, I think I'm saying that right. I'll get the pronunciation chart at some point. Uh, but the quarterback's got $60,000. That's way up there for a undrafted rookie free agent. So, you know, it's easy to read into that, that he's going to have a shot at sticking around, whether it's as the third quarterback, the practice squad quarterback, uh, and in his best possible light would be to challenge and up in Matt Schaub as the backup quarterback. So they really want to take a serious look at him. Uh, that's why they gave him sixty thousand uh, dollars. The fullbacks, Daniel Marks, fullback Stanford. Uh, one thing I didn't like, he didn't play a lot uh, at Stanford, and uh, uh, they used tight ends and fullbacks, and they run a lot of power. But uh, he didn't play that much. Was a blocker and only lifted maybe in an injury or something. But uh, he's got to be stronger than twelve times on the bench press. Whereas Luke McKit. McNitt, we'll get that chart too on him. The fullback from Nebraska, he, uh, man, he pumped it up there 26 times, which would have been third among the running backs behind Saquon Barkley and Georgia's Nick Chubb. 
So Luke McNitt fits the uh, the profile a little bit better for me, unless something was wrong with Marks' shoulder or something. He uh, is much stronger than the 12 times he lifted. We'll try to find that out. But, yeah, the Falcons are trying to add some power, and those two guys look like uh, uh, battering ram fullbacks. Neither ran the ball much, not even over 15 times, or, or caught it much, not even over 10. So they're not here to, to catch or run. They're here to make some holes for the running backs. Anthony Wimbush, DN Ball State. We know a little bit about him. Uh, Chuck Smith, the defensive pass rush guru. You can see him all over the internet and uh, on Twitter promoting his, his tapes and camps for the for the kids and developing defensive end players uh, across the land here in Atlanta. He had Winbush in there with him, and uh, he was one of the guys who got a pretty big bonus too. I had a, a Justin Crawford down as the running back as my fifth person, but doing my research, I um, become intrigued by Matt Guno. G-O-N-O, the offensive lineman from Wesley College in Delaware. He had a pretty high signing bonus from the Falcons, played right tackle early in his career, left tackle late after his uh, junior and senior year. I'm sure the Falcons want to look at him at guard. They might have a fine right here in this Guno kid who uh, played a whole lot of football at Wesley College, was a Division Three All-American. Might take him a while to develop. But uh, they paid him like they wanted to take a really good look at him. And uh, we'll keep an eye uh, out for him and see if, uh, you know, Coach Chris Morgan uh, uh, can give us a little bit of insight and background on the gentleman. But there are five guys to watch at the rookie minicamp, which will run Friday to Sunday. I understand the Sunday practices are going to be closed uh, Friday and Saturdays. Uh, uh, certainly there will be some media availability and we'll be on the scene. To get you what you need out of the rookie minicamp. Daniel Marks, fullback. Luke McNick, fullback. Quarterback, Kirk Kirk, Defensive end, Anthony Bush, Ball State. And offensive lineman, Matt Guno from Wesley College. Hey, we like to take time to give uh, credit to former Georgia Tech linebacker, Philip Wheeler. Had a fine nine-year career in the NFL for getting his degree in business management over the weekend here. Phillip out of Columbus Shaw High played for the Falcons from 2015 to 2016. He also spent time with Indianapolis in 08 through 11, Oakland in 2012, Miami 13 and 14, and uh, finished in Arizona in 17, although I don't think he played that much for them. Had a 533-game career with 66 starts. Played in two Super Bowls, unfortunately. For the six foot two, 245-pound linebacker, he was on the losing end both times. He lost with the uh, Colts when they uh, were defeated by the Saints 31-17 in Super Bowl XLIV. <laughs> I don't know, that's 48. Uh Looks like, yeah, 45. I'm not sure. I should have got the regular number fours. And then again, of course, with the Falcons. And uh, 
Super Bowl 51. He uh, played eight snaps in that game and 11 on special teams. But great job by Philip Wheeler and all the kids in Columbus, Ohio, or excuse me, Columbus, Georgia, always come out to his camp. And I'm sure uh, his folks are proud of him getting his business administration degree. So great job by Philip. Fine NFL career. I'm sure he's going to do great things in the business world and make his folks in Columbus, Georgia proud. Fifth, we got some breaking news yesterday. Mark Ingram, Saints running back, who's trying to get a contract extension. It's not the way to do it. He's got a four-game performance enhancement drug suspension. We'll miss the first four games of the season, which includes the matchup with the Atlanta Falcons on September the 23rd at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So, Saints will be down a weapon for that one. So, if you you all people who do those picking the, the wins against the schedule thing, uh, duly note that they will not be without, uh, they will be without running back Mark Ingram uh, for that game. I don't do those schedule pick them things unless they absolutely make me. Lastly, let's wrap up here with the OTA minicamp schedule. We don't know which ones are going to be open to the public, but we're going to finally hear from Greg Knapp after the thing uh, uh, is run like it has been the last few years, probably the week of May the 21st through the 23rd and 24th. Those are the minicamp OTA days for that week. Then the next week we'll probably hear from them. It's either the offensive coaches one week and defensive coaches the next week. Uh, so we might not get them till later in May. But May the 30th, 31st, and June 1. Uh, last week is June 4th, 5th, and 7th. And uh, we'll have, uh, if things hold up in the past, they've been making one of those days open uh, for the media or certainly having uh, some availability at least once a week there. And then we have the... Um, Mandatory mini camp June the 12th through the 14th. That'll wrap things up for the offseason program, and then the team will be free until late July when the uh, camp training camp will start. But also during this period, we'll have the owners' meeting the uh, May the 21st through the 23rd. Uh, no big uh, news. I think we get some Super Bowls stretched out there, and uh, uh, the uh, sale of the Carolina Panthers uh, would be uh, certainly one of the items they want to move on. There are um, lots of discussion about whether they're going to have an anthem policy or they're going to let the teams do their own policy uh, or they're going to let the players exercise their freedom of speech rights or cow down to the military crowd that thinks that, uh, you know, they're protesting uh, the military when they're actually protesting against social and racial injustices. So we'll see how that happens at the owners' meeting. They'll try to they'll try to, to, to uh, table that anthems thing and just try to implement it and hope it'll go away. But they'll have the Carolina Panthers sale. Uh, we'll be discussing that. I don't know if the collusion suits with the uh, – Kaepernick, uh, Colin Kaepernick, Eric Reed, and the uh, NFLPA will be, there'll be items that week here in Atlanta, so it'll be plenty to, to talk about. Not a lot of Falcons news, but a lot of NFL news coming our way. Uh, May the 21st through the 23rd. With that, we just wrap up here at the 53rd, 56th episode 
of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Uh, we, Matt Ryan stopped by for us to talk about his new contract. We discussed the five players to watch at the rookie mini camp. We gave a little mini tribute to Philip Wheeler and uh, noted f- that Mark Ingram, the Saints running back, is going to miss the third game against the season, against the Falcons on September the 23rd this season. Reviewed your OTA and mini camp dates. Soon as we get whether you know they're going to be open to the public or not, we'll let you know. And then the owners meeting. A lot of big stuff coming our way here in the next couple of weeks. Should it be a uh, busy rest of the month here in May? We'd like to thank you for stopping by the 56th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast and subscribing on iTunes and on the AJXC podcast page. Thank you and have a great rest of your week. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.